I am so excited to be partnering up with Gorillas again this season. The original sexy grocery delivery app is revolutionizing online shopping. Fresh food delivered to your door in minutes, catering to all your food needs. Operating in nine countries around the world, Gorillas supports small businesses as well as local producers to bring your favorite brands to your door. Run out of wine during the dinner party? Gorillas can sort that. Run out of eggs for your Sunday morning pancakes? Gorillas can also sort that. Don't believe me when I say how great they are? Then download their app and get £10 off your first order when you spend £20. Use the code SEXY10 at checkout and thank me later. Hello and welcome to the Crazy Sexy Food Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Harley-Young. This podcast is all about the love of food and how it plays a part in our lives. I sit down with well-known personalities, food experts, chefs, and people who just love their food to find out all about their life, career, and their favorite tastes along the way. Today, I'm joined by an absolute living legend. Nobu Matsuhisa is the man who was not only the main purveyor of a whole new cuisine that was brought to the culinary limelight, but he has succeeded in creating a global empire that involves restaurants and hotels. I cannot tell you what an honor this is. Unless you've been absent for the last couple decades, Nobu is also the maestro behind the famous black cod and miso dish. He is at the helm of a business that has spanned over 50 years and at 73 years of age, he's showing no signs of stopping. We are recording from Nobu London on Park Lane, which was the first Nobu I ever went to. Since then, his restaurants are undoubtedly my favorite culinary experience ever. And I promise this is not because the man is sitting next to me right now. Wherever I may be lucky to eat at, from London to LA, New York to Malibu, Nobu's food is refined yet exciting, consistent yet surprising. Nobu, konnichiwa. Welcome to Crazy Sexy Food. Thank you. How are you? I am great. How does it feel to be in London? Well... So since the start of the pandemic, so finally I came back to London uh, almost two and a half years before the last time. I'm so glad to see like a new hotels, restaurants, uh, especially to see the, my teams, like a team means like my family. Mm. You know, finally see all my kids in London. Absolutely. And the reason you are back, obviously it's been a long time, but you are celebrating 25 years of Nobu London. What an achievement. Congratulations. When you opened Nobu in London, what was sort of your your vision for it? Because it's just grown and grown and we love it in this country. Well, so Nobu London's opened 1997. The first of my Nobu is in New York, 1994. So three years after so opened the first in Europe in Nobu London, mm-hmm. you know. But after 25 years, still, you know, time to like, I feel like a ten, 10 years. But um, this last 25 years, um, you know, so many Nobu restaurants open. Mm-hmm. But the Nobu London is still like a most memorable uh, in Lon- Parkland restaurant, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, finally, it's going to be uh, 25 years anniversary. So we do this year. That's why I'm here. So see the, all the, my teams and the, my guests. And, uh, you know, very happy to be here. It's very exciting. So I always start my conversations with asking my guests what they had for breakfast today. Well, it's, <laughs> um, you know, I have a routine the breakfast. 
and I drink the carrot juice, okay. include the apples and lemon juice. It's a mix, and steamed vegetable, and uh, like one eggs, and Greek yogurt and the fruits. So this Gosh, is my breakfast routine every morning. And so the, the steamed vegetables and the egg is that quite traditional for Japanese breakfast or not really? Actually, the my my way, you okay. know, um, especially the, I have the ingredients for the dry miso. Mm. You know, steamed veggie is like a Japanese uh, potatoes, onions, the broccolis, it's any vegetable, and uh, ten minutes the steams, then olive oils and the yuzu juice and dry miso. Ooh, so this nice. is a uh, every morning. You know, and also very healthy, mm. very light, and that's why the, my routines every morning. That this I think you've inspired me. I think that <laughs> I might need to. I, I'm going um, to teach you how to no, cook. No, do you know what's funny? Because in in the UK, we always well, I, me growing up, people always associate a breakfast with something sweet: cereal, porridge, mm. toast with peanut butter or something. When I was growing up, I hated breakfast, and the only way that my mum got me to eat is if she'd make me something savoury, so like cheeses and a salad. And so I'm very much on board with that. I'm I'm going to do something like that. I like it. <laughs> so I used to also eat like a sausage. It's more oh, like yeah. a bread, but uh, especially the you know start the pandemic, and also the restaurants we have. You know means I have to see the, all the my different locations. Mm. So now it's a more um, like a focus to keep to my health. Absolutely. So then, then, you know, the food is very important to the keep the health, the plus exercise. So that's why after the start the pandemic, so this one, my routine, almost three years. Well, here we go. May you be an inspiration to us all to start getting a little healthier. So I want to take it back to your childhood. Yeah. You were born in, correct me if I'm uh, pronouncing this wrong, Saitama? Yes. Uh, in Japan. Yes. I want to know what life was like growing up. Who was cooking? What were you eating? How did food play a part in your life as a child? Well, I was a kid. You know, my rooms are just like it's next to the kitchens. So my mom and uh, my grandmothers is cooked uh, breakfast morning. You know, Japanese uh, traditional the breakfast is like um, always miso soup and uh, steamed rice and some the pickled vegetable and the one more dish. So one day the grilled fish, so one day it's like uh, cooked vegetables, you know. And this is very uh, traditional the Japanese breakfast. So my mother's going to the kitchen, you know, sounds like a cutting board and the boiling water, the sound, sound and the smell. Then I wake at the same time. So. That's why um, my my memory to my mother, the grandmother cooked every morning, and maybe start interesting about oh I like to cook you mm. know when I was kids. And then would you sort of keep to the same sort of like Western idea of having the three meals every day, or so what would be for lunch, what would be for dinner usually? Well, in Japan it's like a, yeah three meals, okay. the breakfast right, I just explained to you. Lunch is more like a, you know every meal the rice. Mm. So kind of like a donburi, you know, like a lunch, it's a noodles. Um, yeah, example, uh, like a lunch, it's like a, I like to eat some noodles, like a soba noodles, yeah. and also udon noodles, very light. Mm. And, um, but the dinner, you know, now it's a different because drink alcohol, like a wine. But uh, I was a kid, you know, same, same. 
um, like a steamed rice and the miso soup also. Sometimes the fresh sashimi, sometimes like a, you know, fresh, uh, not um, cooked fish. But I was a kid, not much meat. Chicken, yes, but not the beef. Mm. Um, mostly like um, chickens. Um, you know, grilled chicken, what, something. Why, like why not much meat? Was that because it was expensive in those times or it just wasn't traditional to eat meat as much? Maybe like uh, traditional in, and also maybe generation too. Yeah. Now it's at the beef, you know, all over the world. But I was a kid, almost like uh, seven years ago, you know, uh, Japanese people eat doesn't much meat also. Mm. That's interesting. And I guess what I want to know is, you know, with Japanese cuisine, and I'm going to sort of just use Italian food as an example here, Italian cuisine is regional. If What you eat, you know, in Tuscany is very different to what you eat in the South. With Japanese food, is that quite regional? I mean, what we get in the West, is that really what you guys eat back in Japan? So, you know, uh, like in Japan, like, 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 like West too, also because the depend like a, um, locations and uh, prefectures, north to the south, it's a uh, eat a different food. And so, how so? How would it, you sort of differentiate? So, what's 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 sort of traditional up in the north compared so to example like the north, like a Hokkaido, Aomori, the these prefectures, you know, like uh, more like uh, eat salty food, mm. and uh, Hokkaido eat a lot of fish. But the south, like Kagoshima and even Okinawa, eat like more pork. Okay. So each prefectures and different food, kind mm. of, the very slightly the difference. Mm. Okay. As a child, um, you suffered a terrible trauma in uh, losing your father suddenly. This spurred you to go and travel the world and experience different cultures. Do you think that that helped heal that terrible experience for you, getting out and seeing the world? I was a kid, you know, but my my father passed away, so I was, I was a child, I was young. And always I, so, I want to see the father, but impossible because he passed away. And um, if I miss my father, it's my, my house has like a photo album and looking for the, uh, my father's what looks like and what he was do. So one photo, so he was take, he has a one pictures, one photo with uh, some, you know, Palau? Palau is a different country. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And has like a, he has one photo with the native peoples there. Mm -hmm. So then, so these photos big inspired to me to like a features I, will, I like to travel in. So, missing my fathers and I want to be like father to go to another country. So that's why, you know, like a dream, like mm. my kids' kids' dreams. One day in the features, I like to go to uh, traveling another country. And how was the experience going to somewhere like, because you went to Peru, you went to Argentina, you sort of traveled around. Very different from Japan, I can imagine. Yes, um, actually, um, you know, I started training the sushi chefs, and but this times I never think about 
to going to another country.、Mm. You know, just like working and、uh, training the sushi chefs. And then one day I was making the sushi, you know, after training in, in Tokyo. So regular customers ask me to know, but why don't you,、uh, you want to come to Peru to open a restaurant together?、Mm. So then this time, the same, same time, this moment, and、uh, like my flashback, oh, I want to be like a father. You know, Peru means like Amazon, Amazon means like Indios, Indio means native people like the Palau. You know, that time is much more than my dreams. Oh, yes, I like to go there.、Mm-hmm. So then, so went to the Peru. You know, that's why my, my traveling stopped. But、um, used to never think about to go to another country. So this moment is for me the still like the special moment、mm-hmm. because he asked me, you know.、Um, Like a small chance means like meet, meet people、um, asking to me, like,、uh, you, what do you want to do? You know, then come to Peru. So then, bingos, you know, then still like、uh, never been to the Peru. I mean, means like a、uh, very interesting to, to go there. But,、uh, you know, young people, so especially maybe for me, I never think about features, never worry about. You know, always I like to try the, my challenge.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, then, yes, I like to go. Then they went to the Peru. Amazing. We're going to come back to Peru in a minute, but you, you mentioned about the fact that you became a sushi chef, and this was in Japan.、Mm. And then you sort of trained to become a sushi master. Now, talk to me about the process of becoming a sushi master, the intricacies, the precision. It's very ritualistic. How long does it take to, I guess, get to the top of your game as a sushi okay. master? Okay, so also,、uh, how to become the sushi master? Maybe, you know, my generation, and also right now, maybe the different process.、Mm. But I can explain to you, like, I was、uh, my, gen- my generations.、Mm-hmm. So I started like 18, and、um, first three years, I do dishwashers. And、uh, deliveries and the clean tables, and、uh, you know, stay, stay like、uh, the families with the, like a、uh, sushi restaurant family together, and kind of like、uh, you know, not the school, it's like a、uh, live with the family and wake up, wake up, the, you know, and but the day off is different, <laughs> day off is a、uh, There's the families, I go、uh, outside to watch a movie. But so, first three years, very, very、uh, difficult, patience time. And、uh, they're going to teach to, you know, I learned more. It's not feel like the walking, I something learning to from them.、Mm. And、um, so, it's, I was very tough time. But, you know, One day I learned something, like a technique is mine. You know, so I learned how to cut, how to slice, how to make sushi. You know, all the, I learned all the mine. That's why you know, one day so I, I want to do something. You know, it's a, not clear the dreams, but I like to learn to this、uh, experience.、Mm. So that's why I, I started the training、uh, chefs. So one day, 
you know, my senior chefs left after three years. Then I got the next step. Ooh, it's a, a promotion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe that this is a, you know, very um, next step at the time. Then, so my mentors now started teaching how to make the sushi. Mm. Sushi rolls, you know, and how to make rice. It's everything like the each, like a process one by one. Um, but I was, you know, I want to be the chefs. So it means, it means a lot of passion. So then start to experience how to make, you know, the sushi is all the details, not the, like a style, okay, here I go, but, you know, even like the piece of the sushi, so how much is the precious, mm -hmm. how much uh, sliced fish, how many gloves and rice, and you know, all the detail. So still, you know, kind of, the, I'm still learning to the, which is the best sushi. But um, I like the sushi because, you know, sushi use only knife. No, no pan, no oils, and like a, no fires, anything, you know, only like a, my my ten fingers the plus knife, so it's simplicity at its finest. Yes, right. Simple, You're absolutely right. I didn't think about that. Simple, yeah. but very much details. Mm. You know, kind of like a maybe Japanese culture or something. Mm. Quiet, but uh, more details. God, it's it's fascinating. I mean, you know, even if I go to Nobu, um, there is something so beautiful watching those chefs cut the fish. And that's why I say there is that ritual behind it. They really, um, there's a love. You've got to kind of dedicate yourself to that process. And it, and it, and it is really, really beautiful. So we had already mentioned um, your travels to Peru, and this was where you opened your first restaurant in Lima. And I think what I found really interesting um, about re reading about you about this time is that you were in starting to incorporate Peruvian ingredients um, because you couldn't find the Japanese ones in Lima. And this was kind of where this fusion of a cuisine, I guess, came about. You were 24 at this time. It's 1973. Yeah. You were very, very ahead of, of the curve, essentially. Talk to me about your time in Peru and, your, and this first restaurant. Well, my first restaurant in Peru, you know, it's kind of the partnerships. Then <clears throat> I moved to the Japan to the Peru. So, so first maybe one years to like a, more like a, so many new think about you know fish eat a different way. So Japan like a fresh fish like a slice and soy sauce wasabi means a sashimi. So Peru it's like a, no soy sauce just like the, with a, a squeeze lemon juice garlic and the chili and onion, cilantro, you know, completely different way. But uh, sometimes, like, we cannot find the vinegars, you know, I buy, like, going to the pharmacy to buy the alcohol and make the, the more additional, the sugar and the salt, you know, it was, was very difficult at the time. But uh, <clears throat> my, I learned, Training in the Tokyo's and how to make sushi. Also, I know how to make the tempura. You know, basically, the first one years, all the basic uh, Japanese food. And uh, then, same times, you know, like uh, I learned a lot of uh, Japanese uh, Peruvian food. Um, but Peru, that times, you know, called the Nikkei, like a mm -hmm. Japanese Peruvian. 
so immigrant to the, move to Peru, so kind of like a very Peruvian, uh, Peruvian dish, but touch tastes like a, like a feel like the Japan too. So that's why very much to like uh, start thinking about is cooking. It's not necessarily traditional. Can make more like a, you know combinations for the Japanese and the Peruvian influence. So that's why I create like a more like a noble side food in mm. in Peru. And here we are. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit. From South America, you moved to Alaska uh, to open another restaurant. Um, and soon after opening, devastatingly, uh, the restaurant caught fire. It burnt down. How did you deal with this? That must have been uh, very difficult to process mentally, physically. I think so that times, like all my life, most difficult time because I went to Peru because my dreams. Then dream come true, went to there, but business success, but the partnerships was not success. That's why I left Peru. Then went to Argentina, but also not success. Then back to Japan one time, like um, you know, then my dreams all gone. Mm. So then I like to try the one more time to the challenge, go to another country. So that's why I went to Anchorage, Alaska. But after 50 days, you know, before two months, the, in the United States called the Thanksgiving Day, November last Thursday. So that day we celebrate to the friend. So happy Thanksgiving and congratulations to the restaurant's opening. You know, I celebrate in the friend's house, drinking, eating. But uh, that times my business partner at Alaska called me the phone call. So no, you should come to the restaurant because the restaurant start fire middle of the midnight. Then, <clears throat> you know, I was not this a good, not good joke. You know, it's mm -hmm. but but was serious. The immediately I can hear the silence, the see the go outside because of the fire. Oh my gosh! So then, you know. My friend that drive to the close the restaurant, the big fires, because uh, fire car, you know, it's, I cannot, this start, I cannot think anything because my dreams, 100% is gone. And uh, like, still the fire to the restaurant. Um, but finally, it's a restaurant burned out. So now, I have no energies, no passions, I can, even I cannot sing, even I cannot uh, eat and drink. So one drink, you know, the little bit of water, then I throw out. Mm. So then I start thinking about no no choice. I have to try to my my suicides. But uh, yeah, still, you know, like a little bit emotional to think about this moment. Um, but uh, I was very tough. But my wife the next to me, you know, she she stays next to me, and uh, my. Two children, like a year and a half, like a seven months, something like, oh, maybe, you know, a couple of years different, but there was very little. So they don't know. They're happy to because I stay home. Normally, I go to work in the restaurant, I stay at home. But the children's kids, like a baby, is very happy to because I'm home. So almost like a week, you know, I'm thinking, how can I kill myself? But... Um, one day, like a kid starts screaming, you know, maybe playing, fighting with uh, the, the children, but then 
like I feel like kind of like a kids screaming. I, I wake up. Oh yes, I I have kids. You know, but whole week, only you know my brain. How can I kill my myself? But um, my save my life like my kids. My my wife. So mm -hmm. that's why you know, and um, I stopped to. to uh, tried to kill myself. Then after this, okay, even let's wake up. Then not rush, and even that one millimeters go to the front is fine. Also, my wife's advice that so many think about. So don't worry, you know, don't rush. So let's go one by one. Then kind of like I'll start my next next life. And the from not zero, the from minus because mm -hmm. I have a lot of loan the money from open Ankara, Alaska restaurant. But but <clears throat> you know, finally I'm here. So means I like to, to advise to all the young kids, don't fret about the mistake. You know, smart people learn from the mistake. And uh, experience is good for the, your futures. You know, now I never rush. Always I like go to my way, no, not my way, but like a knowledge and patience. Take your I, time. I appreciate all of my, my life, a lot of people around me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, then I'm here the 25 years of London anniversary. I mean, that's an, so, I mean, I was getting emotional listening to that. I mean, that's an incredible story. And I think that through difficult times, we get to know ourselves better and you realize how strong you are. You know, you, you, you went to the lowest point you could ever get to. And as you've said, you're sitting here in London, it's 25 years of just one restaurant. And, um, and I hope that's an inspiration to anyone who might be, might be listening. Fast forwarding a little bit more, you eventually settle in Los Angeles um, and you opened your eponymous restaurant, Matsuhisa. This was not only the beginning of something huge for you, and I guess this, the next chapter of your life, um, but you met a certain actor called Robert De Niro, who encouraged you to bring a restaurant to New York. And um, I'd love to know about that partnership. Um, I read that he chased you for four years um, to, to set up Nobu in New York. Why did it take you so long? Well... <clears throat> Is that because you wanted to take your time? Well... <laughs> It's true, it, because my first restaurant of 1987, um, you know, that times, you know, my experience from the Anchorage, Alaska, one by one, I never go lush. And uh, even, um, like, uh, next year, 1988, I met the Bob, uh, we call the Bob, Bob, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a friend of yeah, mine, sure. Yeah, we'll yeah, call him yeah. Bob. So, <laughs> Mr. De Niro, something like that. But uh, first time I met him, I don't know what he do. Because, you know, Peru, Argentina, Alaska, I just walking. Yeah. I never see a movie. And uh, so one, maybe the British uh, director, Roland Jeffy, mm -hmm. you know, he introduced the, the De Niro's too. So <clears throat> first time, hi, nice meeting you. But I don't know, you know, what he do. But... People, you know, talking, no, do you know who this guy, you know, who the, it's a, then customer, so find out, you know, from customer to oh, what he do. But even, you know, I don't know how much he's big, mm. but um, anyway, so I cook, he likes it. 
then we start the relationship to uh, with with him. And one day, and he asked me to Nobu uh, come to New York. I like to show to my place. I like to do business with you. Uh, open Nobu, uh, not the Nobu, not open the new restaurant. Doesn't no 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 name yet. Mm. So then he sent me the ticket and uh, arranged for the hotel. I went to myself to see see him. So stay like three four days with him. But uh, you know that times I don't speak much English, but I understand a little. But uh, maybe he still talking about why they not open that with me, because noble English is not well. But for me it's different because just opened a new restaurant, not organized yet, and uh, <clears throat> you know I said to finally my answer to him. Uh, thank you for the invite, but still to me too early too because my restaurant not a hundred percent set up mm. yet. He said just a second. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> it's like a, he he understand to like uh, my my situations. Yeah. And uh, but he said still keep coming to LA, the New York to LA. He always he stopped by and no, so anything you want, like make me some, you know. Then okay. Then now I know what he do. You know, every when he come, so restaurant only thirty eight seats. So everyone like, uh, oh, the Papa De Niro was there. You know, the, 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 the blah blah. But for me, it's like uh, not his uh, actors. He's not uh, famous people. Mm. Only like my customers, my restaurant customers. He enjoyed my food. So, but uh, already I said no. Right, thank you. But. He not not doesn't say anything like uh, this four years. One day he called me to my home, my phone, and uh, my home phone, not the yeah, cell yeah, phone. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, hey, no, it's Bob. So I watching to you, and uh, you know last four years, and uh, your restaurants are doing well and uh, good reputations, and um, look, looks like uh, your team's like the growing now. Maybe time to come to New York again. You know, I was so surprised too because he invited me again. Mm. I, even me, I forgot completely like uh, the New York restaurant. So then, wow, the, this guy is like uh, like looking for the four years for me, watching to me, and invite me again. I was surprised. So sometimes, not a surprise. Now I can trust him. You know, because the four years run a patient long time. He was watching to me. Now I can trust him. Then we start the um, partnership together. And the rest is history, as they say, hey? So present day, you have now 47 restaurants, 13 hotels. Do you feel successful? Well, it's people say the congratulations, but you know, like a hotel restaurant and the hotel keep the growing, keep success because not only me, you know, I'm very happy situations right now because restaurant in five continents means I have the family in the five continents. And uh, my first restaurant, 87, even the New York is also almost the 30 years, my first one, the 35, then London, 25. You know, I opened that here, like uh, now it's baby, like 25 years old, mm. means grow up in the novice family so they knows <clears throat> all the novice philosophy and uh, 
That's why, you know, companies that keep growing. Myself, I'm very happy to like uh, see traveling, see that all of my teams, my families, uh, you know, also a lot of we have the loyal customers in the, each restaurants, you know. I don't want to say success. I'm very happy situations right now. Good. And, I, and, I, and I'm glad you say happy, especially because you have had moments in your life where you've been very unhappy. So it just shows. So what would you say is your greatest career achievement? It's like my, my myself means I and, uh, you know, I grew up to my my Grandpa, uh, grandmother and my mother, you know, because my, my father passed away, not always educations from to like a life and try your best with the passions and uh, don't go to the short the shortcut, always like a one by one. And, um, you know, this one is, I was young, I made so much mistake also, but Mistake is like learn something too, and I'm not smart enough. You know, it's my my mathematic is like uh, one plus one equal. Depend what I do. Like sometimes I can make plus hundred, but the depend I do the shortcut to make the mistake, then never wake up. So it means one plus one equal sometimes minus hundred. Mm. Not, you know, my, one, plus, one plus one equal to two means like a minimum for me, at least. But um, my grandma say, you know, you should try the best. So make, like, uh, don't think about, come, you know, like uh, you give to something, don't wait for the, somebody give it back. You know, just, just you do it. So this is kind of like my... Uh, education so from my grandmother it's also my philosophy is something mm, like this mm. so it means always I have the this kind of passions you know I like to give to happy to the guest now so I'm a chefs I like to make uh, good food I like to smile back it's the best you know not then customers smile back to me you know or, like means success means money, happiness automatically, so follow me. So that's why I like to try the, my, my best all the time. Absolutely. And what is your greatest personal achievement? My personal achievement? Personal? Maybe the same, you know, maybe yeah. same, but um, <clears throat> I like to give it love too, you know, and love is no money, Love is not, it means most biggest makes happy too. You know, that's why I like to smile face too. Because smiling means, you know, unhappy people never smile. And then my, my motivation is always keep love. And never think about money money is always after so it means even the success you know means i still i'm not thinking about success because still i'm i'm alive mm -hmm. you know still not end of the life you know 
Life is always, I like to go one by one, even the one millimeters go to the front, it's my life. So maybe end of the, my life, I like to say thank you to God and you know, thank you for the great life. Absolutely. So appreciations and the passions is my achievement. Absolutely. What a, what a lovely answer. I must ask you, what is your favorite dish that you have created? If you could choose one. <laughs> well, <coughs> Nobu, you know, people started talking about the Nobu's food and the black cow. Now also, yellowtail jalapenos mm -hmm. and the milk shrimps, mm -hmm. you know, and... Uh, <laughs> All of my favorites. Yeah, so, so many, so many, like, uh, we have signature dish. I mean, I think the black cod for me, it, I think the black cod with miso defines a whole generation for me. I just think, and I actually would say maybe my generation growing up, you know, I was very lucky to come to this particular Nobu at quite a young age and to try something like that. I'd mm. never eaten anything like that in my life. And, and here we I are, have, and I'm still eating it. <laughs> I have uh, like a, the black cod story too. <clears throat> okay. So, you know, my first cookbook, all that I showed to my signature dish recipe. So customer mind to like a novel, you know, why you show to the order your recipe in the your cookbook? Because before the cookbook, you know, a lot of people, even the chefs, ask me, no, how can I make this one? You know, and then so cookbooks came out. So novel, why you show to the old recipe? But my answer is. I don't mind. Now everyone can make black card, but uh, can copy the food, but cannot copy the my heart. Ooh, so yes. you know, then this is the truth. It's not nothing too much. You know, I'm mm. saying to, but so cookies have to be with with uh, with the heart, with the passions. So like like a mother is cooked for the kids. You know, kids always memory for the uh, mother the food the missing, right? But uh, after that, this recipe book came out. So now it's a black card all over the world. I'm so much proud to people's like, uh, you know, make, making black card from my recipe. Mm. Well, it's fabulous. When you are at home, do you cook? Uh, actually, I have a house in my, my private chefs I am working. And do they? She's my wife. <laughs> That's a good setup. I like that. Is she a good cook? What, what, and what, what, what do you eat at home? Well, it's basically like, uh, you know, traditional Japanese, okay. like rice, miso yeah. soup, and the vegetable, you know, mm. anything. Yeah. And, um, you know, but sometimes I, you know, I make the sushi my home, my family. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I have the sushi bars in my home too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, Nobi, when I'm next in LA, I'm inviting myself over, just, just saying. <laughs> yeah, like the last time, you know, the, like uh, Blue Green Beckham. Oh wow, the, He yeah. came to my house, yeah. I teach to the, him how to make oh, sushi. Oh wow. Yeah, the Blue Green's a nice kid. You know, I know, I know him like from the father and yeah. the mother. And uh, before uh, he was born, you know. Amazing. And now he's, uh, he, he made uh, cooking shows. Yes. Like a seven segment. And my uh, sushi class, uh, uh, sushi, 
teach him the last show. So now, so always we contact, no, how can I make a, a sushi rice? Hey, come to my house, I'm going to teach you. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I don't think you can get any better than that as a, as a, as a teacher. What, and so your, your relationship with food, what is it like? You, you seem to be a very healthy man. You know, I, I said that you're 73, you look like you're 50. So, you. you're, so what is the secret? <laughs> so age is not number, you know, always like a mentally and physically. So I do a lot of training and uh, used to I eat anything, but right now I have to be very careful. Mm. So even, you know, I eat anything after I eat, I do a lot of exercise. Okay. So because without the health, healthy, it cannot traveling, cannot see the other the family, cannot see other customers, you know. So cooking is all my life. So means I have to take care of myself. Mm. Means good food, uh, good exercise. Absolutely. So we're coming to the end of our conversation and I always finish my chats with a few quick fire questions. So what is the craziest food you've ever eaten? I was in China. They ask me the good soup to try this. What the snake soup. Oh gosh, okay. How was it? Uh, <laughs> so, <clears throat> well, maybe good, but uh, like image, you know, the food is have the very important image. Snake is not the uh, gourmet food. No. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, also this is like a, like a culture, the yeah, history. Yeah. They say like a winter times, so snake is makes body warm up. Okay. So it means the Chinese people's snake soup is good for the healthy in the winter soup. Wow. And what's, I respect the culture too. What, what's the um, what's the consistency? What, what's the meat like? Is it quite tough? Like a small, like a, the chicken meat. Okay, fine. Okay. Um, I'll let you know what I think of it next time I'm offered uh, snake soup. Yeah, but, <laughs> but next time the soup comes front of the meat, I'm going to ask them to what kind of soup. <laughs> They say snake, maybe, no thank you this time. <laughs> Politely, but no. <laughs> what has been your most memorable meal? To eat myself, or I yes. cook somebody or? Both. Well, you know, in London, and the most memorable I cook for the one lady, so Princess Diana. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, before the, maybe a couple months the before, so she got the accident. Gosh, that's incredible. And uh, my London partner for the Christine Ong invited the princess. And, um, you know, how can I say hi to you? So they say, no, go then. So pray you to meet the princess. So then I say that. So then the princess Diana said, oh, no, uh, I did about you stories about your book, the history. I knew, the, I knew, you know, I know you about so your background. I'm so much proud and so much like, you know, kind of like emotional, yeah. so glad. Then she was beautiful. She's like, I feel like a charisma. Or she's very gentle, very nice lady. You know, then I cooked lunch for her. And so this is my, in London, most like uh, memorable I was cooked for her. What an incredible experience. And what would you say is your most memorable meal that you've eaten? Mm. It's recently, it's uh, my grandkids to cook to pasta to okay. me. Oh. So 
maybe last year. Okay. And uh, she came to LA, and uh, she was kitchen, so she cooked the pasta for me. How old is she? She was like uh, last year, ten years old. Oh, was it nice? Huh? Was it good? Good. <laughs> I know you are a very healthy man, but what is your favorite snack? If you want to have a snack, what's your favorite? I like, like, um, something the sweet, okay. but uh, like a Japanese uh, okashi. It means like a Japanese cake. Okay. Like a beans. Ooh. Like a mochi beans. I think like. I had one recently. Is it quite? Um, it's quite heavy. Uh, heavy, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're nice. Yeah. I like them. I like uh, Japanese red bean. Yes, cake. yes, yes, yes. That's exactly what I had. What food sums up happiness for you? What food makes you happy? Any kind, not, but okay, not any kind. But happiness food for me. People makes food with heart. Absolutely. That's the only way to make food. Yeah. And also, um, you know, more like a kind of the question, like a more professional happy food. It's seriously, another good chefs make the sushi for me. Oh, okay. I would be terrified to make sushi for you, <laughs> but I'm sure there are some, some great candidates out there. Final question. Yes. Live to eat or eat to live? I think the both, right? So because people live have to be eat food. But um, better food is better than junk food, right? And uh, that's why, so food and living and like, uh, you know, this tree need to people make good life. So, for me, food is most, most important this tree because, you know, cannot eat, people not live, cannot Absolutely. eat. Absolutely. What a beautiful way to end. May I say it's been the biggest pleasure to sit down with you. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you so much. And may much. I tell you that when I started Crazy Sexy Food and the podcast, I wrote a list of 10 guests that were my dream to have on and you were one of them. Oh, so right. you've made all my dreams come true today. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Congratulations on 25 years in London, and I wish you the best for the future. I appreciate it. Thank you Thank so you. much. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. If you love what you hear, please subscribe and review. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at Crazy Sexy Food, and check out the Crazy Sexy Food YouTube channel. Until next time, bye.